Shapers on Jazz FM. Listen in color. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was the bright side of the road from Van Morrison here on Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Jazz Shapers, the place, of course, where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, soul and blues alongside their equivalents in the world of business, a business shaper. My business shaper today is Rob Halliday-Stein. He's the founder and managing director of Bullion by Post. You'll be hearing a lot about how gold can make you money. Lots coming up from Rob very shortly. In addition to hearing from uh, Rob, you'll also be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkondorea, some words of advice for your business. And on top of all of that, of course, a sumptuous mix of music from the Shapers of Jazz, Soul and Blues, including Al Green, Dusty Springfield and this from Robert Glasper here on Jazz FM. Do you remember when it was all about the That was What Are We Doing by Robert Glasper Experiment featuring Brandy. Rob Halliday-Stein is my business shaper today as I build earlier. He is the founder and managing director of Bullion by Post. Rob, thank you very much for joining me. Before we talk about you and your illustrious past, no doubt, um, just explain to me in a nutshell what Bullion by Post is for those listening who won't be familiar. Uh, Bullion by Post, the UK's number one online bullion dealer. So we sell gold and silver bars and coins to private investors simple you opened the business in 2008 um i believe it was because there was inheritance from uh, you know, the sad the sad thing that your mum passed away what did you do with it i mean what gave you the idea at that point to say i'm going to set up a business selling gold online um it, it wasn't planned i think it would be fair to say it, it sort of happened um i i studied economics at university i'd always been interested in the financial system you know and and economics and and world affairs in general um to put it into context um i was working for asda um as head of online for george the clothing business so i had a very good job um quite high pressure and and um was enjoying it and you knew the online world i knew the online world very well um i was uh, i then lost my mother very suddenly in spring of 2008 um, which was quite a shock and makes you reassess in terms of what you're spending your life doing what what your priorities are um i probably realized that i didn't want to pursue a you know a corporate career uh i was looking to to set up a business of my own nothing to do with gold 
And at the same time, I was looking to invest, and it wasn't a huge amount of money that she left, but you know, a significant sum. I'd been well paid before, but never had any money to worry about saving because I was always spending it all. I know that feeling uh, very well, Rob. <laughs> so you, so you well paid then, Elliot? Oh no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just meant I meant the second part, obviously, which is the fact that I've never got any money for savings, um, which my mother berates me about. But there you go. Carry on. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I'd um, for the first time sort of thinking about where to put a bit of money aside for for the medium longer term, and this was in the backdrop. Of 2008 so we'd had northern rock in 2007 it was heading into the summer of 2008 and heading into the full-blown sort of rbs crisis um and i was um look i decided to put a bit of it into physical gold gold and maybe silver um started to have a little look around um start my research on google as most people do these days found you know there weren't very many good websites out there contacted a few of the established bullion dealers some of who had been around for decades or even hundreds of years um found them fairly disinterested and not very customer service focused and um sort of gave up for a little bit and actually almost didn't buy any i then by chance made contact with um someone in the birmingham jewelry quarter which was right on my doorstep so gave up on google and tried actually taking to my feet and having a look around and speaking to some people made contact with a guy who runs a trade office of a, a major european refiner um, got chatting to him and sort of managed to buy some, you know, a modest amount for, for myself um, at you know, very competitive rates compared to the, the London retail bullion dealers were charging. Um, with my background on online, um, started to um, think about whether I was the only person looking for to, to put a bit of money away in gold and silver and started to work on the idea of um, setting up a website um, to offer, you know, good customer service and my experience of online and online marketing to, to customers. And uh, find out a lot more about how that little idea of there's a gap in the market has turned into a, a business turning over more than £100 million. Time for some music. This is Al Green and Tired of Being Alone. That was Al Green and tired of being alone. Rob Halliday-Stein is my business shaper. He is the founder and managing director, nice titles, both of them, especially the founder bit. That will never go away, Rob, um, of Billion by Post, turning over £100 million. That idea that has come, uh, uh, as you were talking about, from an insight or rather an experience of the marketplace. Now, a lot of people have those experiences, bad experiences, and they say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Why were you the person that actually went and did it what what do you think singled you out as the the individual who had a decent job as you said you know a nice degree and all those kind of conventional things and i should know because i've been down that road and probably am on that road and generally most people are what differentiated you why did you actually go and set your own business up um i think it was i think losing my mother um you know, was a shock and difficult but quite a defining moment and i think some positives which might sound funny, but some positives did come out of it. It makes you reassess, you know, wh- what you're doing with your life and what, you know, what you want to be doing. And I think it gave me the breathing space to not have to worry about making the car or the mortgage payments each month for a little bit of time. And, you know, I, I thought, no, I re- really do want to set up my own business. The gold, 
I sort of fell into is all I could say. It really wasn't um, my aspiration to become a bullion dealer. But the running your own business part, because I, I totally understand how life, your view of life can shift when you lose someone, especially your uh, uh, parent. Uh, and I understand that and I understand the breathing space. But was there anything else, do you think, just looking back that went, yeah, but that's why I kind of managed to get tip myself into actually doing my own thing? I think there was probably a defining point. Um, when I, just before I ended up um, going over to Asda, I was looking around for roles, um, ended up almost going to a company, a startup sort of internet business. Um, I won't name the business, but um, went along for interviews. They they offered me the job and chased me quite hard and then were offering me share options. Um, and I, I did the sums and realised that based on uh, the level of options they were giving me and the crazy valuation they were based on the business, if I worked my, the next five years, really hard to build the business to the valuation that they were basing it on, I'd make nothing. So um, I think all, all, all that upside was already priced in, unless so you really had to go and start something yourself. It was too late to the party to go and join a business where they were already pricing all that. Okay, all that so the, 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 the heavily dose of kind of the economist and the Mr. Common Sense kicking and going, hold on a minute, I should be doing this for myself. Yes, I think that's... Hear lots more from my business shaper, Rob Halliday-Stein. Uh, latest travel, though, first in a couple of minutes. And before that, some words of wisdom for your business from our programme partners at Mishkondorea. My name is Andrew Remington, and I'm a corporate partner at Mishkondorea. Uh, I'm often asked by clients uh, what are the key issues to make sure that they do not lose sight of when entering into negotiations. Uh, one of the key components is understanding what your bottom line is. Um, very often clients will enter into a deal um, knowing that they need to do that deal at, at any cost. And very often that can be quite damaging because they don't know what their own limitations are and what, what restrictions they need to impose upon themselves before walking into the deal. So understanding what your limitations are, empathising with what the other side's position is, but realising that ultimately if you cannot achieve your bottom line, that th there is another day and you should walk away from the transaction and very often the transaction may come, come back uh, at some later date, but only if the deal terms are right for both sides. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. You can catch this programme every Saturday morning, 9 o'clock here on Jazz FM. If you miss any of the shows, you can go to iTunes and you can check out the shows over there or audio on demand for this particular programme for the next week. Rob Halliday-Stein is my business shaper and he is the founder and managing director of Bullion by Post. Now, you set up this business, which is now, as I said, turning over just over £100 million. Tell me about the first kind of six months to a year usually there are mega teething problems setting up any kind of business but especially online and especially in a in an area where maybe people haven't put customer service and the web and a product like gold and silver uh, together before what were the kinds of things you had to overcome in those early months um it was tough i think would be fair to say and i think um starting out on my own um with me the only person in the office um from from the early days was was quite tough and i think you sometimes think if you go and start your own business you're going to be 100% motivated every single day and the truth is you're not it's it's better and different but it's it's not always easy and i think really the business started to move once i took on my first employee which was sort of about 3 or 4 months in and then you've suddenly got a reason and a responsibility to to get the business moving because you've, you've got someone else who's depending on you uh, paying their bills each month really. 
And I guess at the time, economically as well, there was a lot of insecurity in the market. As you said, Northern Rock had uh, collapsed. There were many, many other um, examples of the markets not being a safe place to bet. Gold has really come into the forefront. Luck or judgment? Or was that the point, that it was not just luck? It was absolutely the the genius of Halliday Stein at work. Um, It wasn't luck. I mean, it it was really seeing that opportunity and being very clear that someone was going to be selling gold and silver online uh, effectively or well. And that I, I could see that gap there, and I knew it wouldn't be around for long. So I think it was, a, it was a case of time was of the essence. I actually had another business that I was looking at, and I put that on hold um, because I saw that it was time critical to be the number one and to, to really make a success of online. Um, it, I could see that someone was going to be there, and I thought, why not me? Stay with me for much more from my business shaper, Rob Halliday-Stein. Time for some music. This is Busted from the fantastic Ray Charles. My bills are all due and the baby needs shoes and I'm busted. Cotton is down to a quarter of a pound, but I'm busted. That was busted from Ray Charles. Rob Halliday Steins, my business shaper. Rob, we've been talking about um, timing. As you've looked forward now, you took you got over those that first year, and I, you know, you quite um, honestly answered the question, luck or judgment. You said no, it was judgment. What kind of other judgment calls have you had to make over the last three or four years as you've seen your business grow exponentially, which it has, I believe, six million turnover after one year. You don't get to 100 million by making some jammy choices, do you? No, I mean, I think uh, you know, when building a business, I think the, I think a couple of the key skills are decision-making, weighing up. You know, you're not going to always get them right, but I often say, you know, indecision is the biggest mistake in business so you you know you need to be confident in your decisions you need to um be comfortable making decisions or looking at things that you haven't done before i think schools and universities are very focused on teaching people to learn about things that they've studied and know about in business every day you're faced with things that you've never come across before um, and you need to be comfortable and, and be able to adapt quickly and understand things very quickly that you haven't face before have you had good help have you had good senior people that you've 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 brought into the fold as it were to get advice from because you're 36 now disgustingly young which means uh, if my calculations are right you were 30 years old when you set this business up um yeah so i, I have had a he lot said, of help you should say he's looking very meek yes he's thinking, <laughs> i was 30 this I was, is true i, I, was I a feel a lot man. i feel a lot older than I I did when i started the business to yeah. be honest it's been pretty exhausting but um no i've had i mean i've had great help along the way and i think that's you know, increasingly that's becoming the biggest business challenge is bringing in and developing and building a team that's that's better than me at running each area of the business. So I think one of the key um, good decisions was bringing in an old school friend uh, as finance director. He had got a very uh, successful but fairly stayed career as an accountant. So he'd worked at PwC, the accountants and HSBC and uh, you know some other big corporates and sort of encouraging him in was not easy because he was probably less risk focused than me. And, um, um, you know, being an accountant, that's probably what you want in a, in a finance director. But bringing him on board was a key step for the business. And I think that meant that some of the areas that are not my forte, which might be um, 
the paperwork and the you know making sure in our business is obviously absolutely key that um, all the numbers are right. Um, you know that that was a key appointment. And in addition to hiring the fi- your finance director, your friend, as you said, have there been other people you've hired who have got come with lots of experience that have helped you as well? Yeah, I mean, we've got, you know, I've taken on lots of people. To be honest, the business is, is quite young. I think the experience has come from early on, I took the decision to um, find a mentor um, and that proved really valuable for me. And, you know, and that was for both business and personal goals. So I think... Um, yeah, I think finding someone that you can talk things through um, and and bounce ideas and and you know ahead with some experience has been you know very beneficial. But I think it's hard to have them as an employee because that relationship's not the same once they're an employee. So I think I think a mentor was the right way to go. We'll have our final chat with Rob Plus Play Track from Dusty Springfield. That's after the latest traffic and travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business but it's personal. That was spooky from Dusty Springfield here on Jazz Shapers. And just for a few more minutes, um, Rob Halliday-Stein is my business shaper. What's the future going to look like for you, Rob, as you think about the next five years and as you think about getting up to you know, doubling your revenue? I'm sure that's a sort of ambitious young young thing, that you, a big idea that you've got going on for you. Where's it going to lead you? Is it more of the same or are there other innovative things you're going to have to do? Um, I think both would be the short answer. Um, I mean, the business now, we're at a team of, I think there's 22 of us. Um, so it's come on a long way from from just me, and I think that's you know my greatest sense of achievement is you know bringing those people on. Some of them have been with us from very early on. Some are, I think we've recruited four new graduates in the last few months, which I you know is is good going for a business that's that started out. So there's a lot of exciting projects for Bullion by Post. We've got we've just launched storage. Um, which took us a lot longer than we would have liked, but we wanted to get it right. So we've done a deal with Brinks, the uh, um, vaulting and security company, to offer customers um, very secure storage for their for their metals. We think that will um, open a, a new market for us in terms of customers who who didn't just want to take personal possession, but but still want the security of some physical gold. Um, we're looking towards Europe. So um, in this business, in order to um, succeed you need scale and that scales you know going to be across europe so the winners are going to be um not just uk focused but across all of europe so we're looking at um launching in quite a range of european markets over the next year or two um so there's a lot on in terms of bullion by post i think for me personally um i do have other business ideas in me i'm a, I'm a i am probably a born entrepreneur you're looking to sell already rob i'm not at all looking to sell no. <laughs> um i think that's a good it's a good challenge because a lot of people and especially in the climate at the moment of some of the wacky valuations that are going on um i just had my first child two months ago and i think that enables you to sort of you know think about and refocus and i think the the nice thing about the business that i've built is i'm confident that given our you know our customer base our good reputation with them that you know, it should last decades or mm. you know, even longer because there's always going to be people buying and selling gold. It's that you know it's one of the oldest businesses going, um, other than the oldest business. <laughs> and um, I think we've built something that's really got 
longevity there. And, wh- and I was going to ask you about that just before I ask you what your song choice is. What is that longevity? That longevity based on in terms of the the things you have learned that are most important about serving clients or serving customers. In a nutshell, what is ensuring the current and future success of your business? I, I'm, I mean, I'm really clear. I'm passionate about customer service. Um, and you know that's how you build a brand you know we really have built a brand now but you build it by being consistent with your values and service and you know i'm extremely proud of uh you know i think we've up to about nine thousand customer reviews we've had now and we all pub- we publish them all openly and transparently and i think i look at those every day um it makes me um confident that you know the service the team now because it was me just on the phones at first is um People really appreciate um, that, and uh, I think that's that's what gives the business the core integrity, um, which is needed in when you, when you're dealing with things like money. And I think something that the banks have lost their way on, to be honest. Very good. Listen, thank you so much for being very, um, so honest with me. Um, tell me, what's your song just before I let you go, and why have you chosen it? I've chosen that sitting on the Docker Bay. Um, I think for me, building a successful business is. It's not all about the money at all. Uh, I'm not about to retire, but it is about... I love it. It's not about the money, but it's a gold business. Brilliant. Sorry, <laughs> carry on. Um, but for me, it's not. It's about um, it's about freedom and, you know, freedom to make your own decisions, freedom to take time off and have four weeks paternity leave, you know, with, you, with your kid and want to spend more time there. And I think, I, I think that song for me sums up, you know, just having some freedom and time to enjoy life. Rob, thank you so much for being my business shaper. This is your choice. It's sitting on the dock of the bay. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I watch them roll away again that was the song choice of Rob Halliday Stein, my business shaper today. Someone who really understood that the gap that presented itself had to be taken advantage of. Someone who benefited from the timing when he took that gap and absolutely understood and continues to do so the importance of customer service at the centre of his business. Do join me again, same time, same place, for another edition of Jazz Shapers. That's next Saturday morning, 9am. In the meantime, stay with us here on Jazz FM. It's Nigel Williams coming up next. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.